Hi friends and welcome to yet another episode of this podcast. I just want to say thank you for joining me every so often to listen in. I pray that you're being blessed and uh, if you are, please feel free to share this podcast with anyone who you think might need to listen to it or to anyone who you think will be blessed by um, what you've been listening to. Um, I'd also like to hear your thoughts. If there's any things that maybe you'd love me to share about or talk about, do feel free to leave a comment and let me know and I will be sure to um, read and prayerfully find something to share with you on whatever topics you share with me. Um, Last time I shared about... uh, waiting a season of waiting for for the promise to be fulfilled and um, I've been thinking a lot about that and I call it part one because I felt there needed to be a follow-up you know after we've poured out our hearts to God and told him how we feel about uh, our situation then what then what do we do and um, I'll just share with you a quick story from my own life and uh, go into what I want to share for today um a couple of years back, long, long, long time ago, <laughs> okay, not too long ago, but when I was still in high school, um, for those who are familiar with the Ugandan education system, um, when you finish your ordinary level, you do a set of exams and um, c- continue to your advanced level, what we call A-level. So when I finished my O-level, I um, was in a really, really good school. However, I didn't make it to the cut-off point for the school to take me back for my A-level. So I unfortunately did not get a place to go back for my advanced level. And uh, I remember, of course, I was very, I was very, you know, I was very disappointed and saying, okay, wow, I, I didn't see it going this way. I thought I had done my best. I thought I had, you know, studied hard. And I was a bit disappointed, you know, I was, um, I was a, a leader in school. I was fully involved in ministry, and I, I did feel quite disappointed. I was like, "Hey, but God, you know, I I have really I have studied. I don't. Wow, 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 God, wow, you know." So after that, I remember. Well, I started uh, putting in applications to other schools to see if um, I could get a place in another school. And um, I did write a couple of applications and went and dropped them in a number of schools. And I was waiting, you know, same thing, waiting, waiting for a response. So I remember one of those days I had taken uh, an application to one of the schools and uh, coming back home later that that evening uh, at family altar as we were praying. Uh, so my mom just shares with us and says, you know what, you're going to go back to the school you were in, but you're going to have to believe for it. And I remember in that moment, I was so disappointed. I didn't want to believe for a miracle because in that moment, I felt like, God, if you wanted to do it, you would have done it for me already. You know, now I have to believe that this thing is going to happen and risk maybe being disappointed again if it doesn't happen. So initially, I was very... I, I was... I was a bit skeptical because I said, okay, I don't know. I don't know if this is going to work out. But I love my mom. She doesn't take no for an answer, especially when it comes to the things of God. So (laughs) uh, the next day we started uh, prayer. She came up with a prayer journal and uh, we used to pray every day, every single day. Like we had 
early morning 5 a.m prayer call and we would get up and pray and then praise at the end and I would, she would send me back to bed and she would get ready and go to work type thing every single day and we did it for um it was 21 days three weeks of doing that and i remember at the start i was very discouraged and i used to do it because well uh, mom had said that's what we should do so i did it but the more i kept doing it every single day waking me up waking me up in the morning my faith started to rise i started to believe and say you know what maybe this is actually going to happen maybe just maybe it's going to happen and um I remember at that by that time I uh, got to say week two my focus had completely changed I wasn't looking for another school I was now fixed on this one thing and saying God you have to make a way for me in this direction and um, I remember the very last day uh, that we were doing the whole prayer and worship thing I woke up in the morning and uh, we went to the living room to pray and worship together. And I remember when I came out, uh, my mom said, no, today we're not praying. We're just going to do thanksgiving. So we're just going to praise and worship and just thank God for this miracle. And I found it very, <laughs> very odd that, you know, on the last day we were not praying anymore. We were not asking because she said, it's already done. We're just going to say thank you. So that's what we did. We just sang songs of thanksgiving for an hour and after that she said it is done and I went back to bed and she left for work friends I can assure you that very day it was around 10 a.m. in the morning when we received word from my dad that he had got a call from the school and I had been given a place back in the school for my A-level okay I don't know I don't know if you can imagine the different emotions I felt in that moment. The fact that I had been waiting for this thing and God had actually come through. I had chosen to put my faith to the test and God had actually responded to my faith. Like Thinking about it for me every single time just makes me emotional all over again because it was it was it was a miracle it was a miracle like humanly speaking there was no way it was going to happen i remember sometimes sometimes you know you would you would have moments of doubt when you would ask yourself and say is this really going to happen but kids have already reported back to school and i haven't yet gone back to school i i was i was a whole month late for school all my friends had reported back to school. I was at home. And 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 I hadn't heard back from any of the schools I had applied to. I hadn't heard back from this school that I was hoping would take me back. And I did have moments when my faith was shaken. But in that moment, all this that I had been going through made so much sense. Because I suddenly realized that God wanted, wanted me to go through the motions and, and process all these emotions of doubt and, and worry and unbelief so that when the miracle finally came at the end, there was no way I could look back and credit myself or credit my strength or credit my faith for getting me to that point. And um, so I just kept thinking 
you know sometimes we find ourselves in those seasons of waiting and we're just there waiting but i think there is a part for us to play even as we wait and um there's a scripture i just want to share with you it's uh in romans romans chapter 8 and verse 24 24b else it says but hope that his sin is no hope at all who hopes for what they already have but if we hope for what we do not yet have we wait for it patiently and one of the things that i learned in that season was patience god's ways friends are higher than our ways his thoughts are higher than our thoughts he says in jeremiah 29:11 scripture we love so much that for he alone he alone knows the plans he has for us and so if if we are choosing to trust him if we're choosing to wait on him for these promises to be fulfilled we have to be ready to be patient we have to be ready to wait because his 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 ways are higher than our ways and and his timeline is different from our timeline you think you need it now but god knows when it's going to be perfect god knew that it was going to be perfect for us to see that miracle after 21 days not when we had asked for it at the beginning and he knew that i would appreciate it a lot more than than if i had immediately at the beginning and for me friends that was a faith defining moment in my life it was one of the moments that from growing up and in my walk with god my my suddenly my perspective of of him and of waiting on him changed because i knew that god wasn't just an atm machine that you know you go in and punch in some numbers and get and get and get uh the money you want no there's there's a part we have to play we have to believe for these things we have to trust him for them the bible says that uh the effective prayer of a righteous man avails much so we we have to pray we have to believe for these things when we ask him for them and um father down in romans it also says be joyful in hope patient in affliction and faithful in prayer again i'll read it it says uh, romans 12 if you're wondering what scripture it's romans 12 verse 12 it says be joyful in hope patient in affliction faithful in prayer waiting on god doesn't mean you're going to sit in a corner with um uh sackcloth and ash on your head and you know just oh dear me dear me when is this thing going to come through no bible's telling us be joyful in hope even as you're hoping let your joy be full joy is not determined by our circumstances joy is determined by our hope in the one who never fails be patient in our affliction It may seem to take a while, but if you wait just a little longer, my brother, my sister, you just might be at the edge of your breakthrough. So wait patiently, be patient, but also it says be faithful in prayer. Be faithful in prayer. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. Don't stop praying. And sometimes if you feel like the words fail, just pick the Bible, pick the book, 
pick the Bible and, and read and read his word back to him. Go back, find his promises, read them back to him. God says that his word will never return to him for it. It will go and accomplish whatever he has sent it out to do. So read his word back to him. Pray his word back to him. Say, God, you said that you would supply all my needs according to your riches in glory. You said that if I serve you, you will bless my bread and water and take sickness away from my midst. The Bible has everything that we need to carry us through these seasons of waiting. So I just want to encourage you. Uh, as I conclude, uh, Psalms chapter 34, just trying to open it. Psalms 34, it says, um, those who 34 verse 5 says, Those who look to him are radiant. Their faces are never covered with shame. And uh, this, one of the other things that I wanted to share with you, I, I've, I've mentioned that we need to be patient. We need to stay hopeful. We need to pray. But we also need to worship. Friends, worship shifts our perspective. Worship changes us. When we spend time in his presence, worshiping him, something changes on the inside of us. Worship is basically us fixing our attention uh, and giving all of our affection to, to someone else, to, to something else that, 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 that is greater than us. And so when we choose to worship God, we're choosing to place him in the in the position of most importance in our lives. We are telling him, God, beyond all these things, we want to just fix our eyes on you. And so when you choose to worship him, then our perspective changes. It shifts from the things around us to this God who is able to control and move around these things that are bothering us, these things that we're looking at around us. And the other thing is that the more we focus on God, the more we become like him. So the more we focus on his greatness, the more confident we become because we realize that we, we, we know someone who is greater than these things. So that makes confidence to rise up inside of us. The more we spend time in, in his presence, the more his peaceful nature floods over us because our God is peace. He is the prince of peace. The more we... The more we look to him, like the psalmist says here, our faces will be radiant. So spend time in worship. Spend time fixing your eyes on him. Spend time focusing on him. And, and as we do that, even in these seasons of waiting, friends, I promise you, you will see. You will see that breakthrough that you'll be living for. So I just want to pray for you. And um, I hope that you have been encouraged. Keep your eyes on Jesus. He is uh, faithful. And um, he's not a man to lie. Every word he has said is true and will come to pass in the fullness of his time. Let's pray. Father, we thank you because you are a good God and you have promised us in your word that if we look to you, that our faces will be radiant. We will never be disappointed. So for everyone who's listening and agreeing with me right now in prayer, I pray that, Father, as we choose to look beyond what's around us and fix our eyes on you, that, Lord, our faces will be filled with 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 hope that our hearts will be lifted, our faith will start to rise, and that we will feel encouraged knowing that you are in the pipeline working all things together for our good. So we choose to uh, to hope in you, we choose to trust in you, we choose to wait patiently because Lord, we know your plans for us are good and your plans for us 
to prosper us and not to harm us, to give us a good hope and a future. So we wait patiently for you because we know in the fullness of your time, you make all things beautiful. So I pray for everyone listening, my brother, my sister, that Lord, you will encourage us. And when we feel discouraged, you will remind us that you, God, are faithful and what you have done in the past for others, you can do for us and even greater things. So we thank you. We love you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Stay blessed. I love you all and I'll be praying for you. Till next time. Bye-bye.